Welcome to Holy Horror, I'm your host V and I'm so excited, happy, grateful that I get to be here again with you for a new episode. Welcome to my new setting, I hope you like it. I'm currently in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Yeah! I'm at my fiance's parents' house at the basement. I thought that this was a cozy place to come and speak to you today. There was a disagreement though about it. Um... My fiance wanted me to record this episode in the middle of the living room where everyone goes and walks around. I didn't want to take up the space, first of all, because it's an open space and I don't want to feel like people want to or are feeling that are interrupting me. I didn't want to take over. And I like to be cozy and comfy when I talk to you. I like to be on my own so that I can, you know, tell you the things that I feel deeply in my heart. <laughs> so he was not agreeing that I'm here. So he said, well, if you're not going to do it upstairs, you're going to set up alone. He tends to help me to set up. But I think I did a pretty good job. I like it. Do you like it too? Do you feel cozy like I do? This is the game room where they bring people over. And I think that there is a fun energy to it. There is like pool and games and a bar and a winery. Don't get used to it though. We're going to be... Um, moving around shortly but for now this is what's gonna be <laughs> i'm going to talk about something that is extremely relatable and it's my one vulnerable point of my life that i have not necessarily mastered and is the one thing that i think about every day and that i know that i have to do something about is the one thing that I know that the second I address it intentionally, I'm going to unlock a new level of self-awareness, power, well-being. And I'm just going to understand myself that much more. I want to share it with you because I know I tend to come here talking and addressing subjects that I am somehow well-versed well in or that I have some sort of expertise on or an idea about it, but this specific subject is part of one of my projects and plans and things that I want to do for myself. So I want to share with you my whole process and I want to invite you to do the same because I am pretty sure that just like it is going to have a massive, massive impact in my life, it can have a massive impact in your life as well. And I am so excited to be able to see you thrive because I don't want to thrive on my own. So we're not keep keeping anything here. And I'm going to tell you what my next month is going to be dedicated to and how I'm going to be so intentional about this that I know that is going to completely change my life. I'm going to talk to you about my superpower of being able to bleed once every month for most of my life. Let me tell you, if you bleed like I do, it means that you're one of the most powerful beings on this earth. Just like I am, I do feel like the most powerful being on this earth. Because I choose to be, because that's how I choose to exist, and that's how I choose to be walking on this earth with that specific energy. Bleeding women are portrayed in many cultures as life-giving goddesses. And in other cultures, they are portrayed as polluted demons. And I think we can be a bit of both. But beyond all that, there is a very sacred power and magic that is hidden 
in how we operate through the cyclical seasons of our natural menstruation cycle. Since it's not a lie for anyone that we are part of a patriarchy, um, I know and I have read in the when I was reading more about um, the different archetypes of the goddess and the whore and the witch and the slut and the priestess and the sorcerers, all of those, um, they were talking so much about the fact that we were brought up in a society that is scared of the unlimited power that women have when they're fully connected to their mental, spiritual, sexual capacities, and they know and they're connected to the consciousness of their own bodies. Because when the woman is completely connected to her core and her source and her essence, there is this magical abilities that can kick in that are not supposed to kick in because they go beyond the physical, they go beyond the logical, they go beyond the rational. And this is why witches are considered dark and bad, right? But clairvoyance and people that are able to use their senses and their um, sensitivities to help others are considered healers and helpful. I am convinced that if us women were more in touch with our cycle and with how we function, a lot of us we would realize that we're more powerful than we think. And that those gifts and powers that some of us have are simply hidden from you because you have been pretending that you have to operate like a man this whole time in society. When you have a period, all they teach you to do is to put a tampon in there or a pad or a cup and to take a pill for pain. And if you're in too much pain, you can just maybe take a, a few hours of work or half day, but then you won't get paid for it. Society is not packed with the tools that can make or give a proper environment, work environment, school environment to any women because we don't treat menstruation with the importance that it has to be treated. We literally carry the universe inside of us. We are the universe experiencing itself in human form and we're supposed to be tamed down in order to stay controlled. If all of us knew all the things that we can do and how powerful, incredible, and limitless we are, we wouldn't have a society with a hierarchy like we do. We would all be millionaires and we would all have and would be achieving our dreams because that's just what we are. We are creators of our own reality. So simply people are not supposed to know that because if they start finding out, then society is going to get out of control. There was a massive change in the Middle Ages when menstruators stopped being considered sacred. Period blood was considered toxic. And even some people thought that because of periods, there were, ha there were natural disasters happening. I was never told that I had to exercise differently, that I had to eat differently, that I had to exist differently because I had my period. No one told me about that ever. I convinced myself for most of my life and my adult years that 
I can operate the same way at the same capacity when I have my period if I just put a, t a tampon on and I take a pill because I have been in my head diminishing the importance of what this is doing to my hormones and my, my brain chemistry. How come I get to bleed once a month, but that by no means is supposed to affect my human performance? And if I have emotions and if I have fatigue and if I have headaches, it's because I am weak. It's because I'm too emotional. It's because I am too sensitive. Is that the reality or is it that I am not giving the space to my body to feel what it has to feel and I keep on pushing it to do the things that it is not supposed to do in the moments that it is not supposed to do them? I have not been, it's not that I haven't been lucky. I have been very lucky human. I have, I am a very healthy person. I have liked sports. I have been very active throughout my life. I enjoy my health. I have good endurance, but I am extremely irregular with my period. What happens is that with the lifestyle that I have, I'm currently traveling. I'm currently, or like constantly, I'm constantly traveling. I am constantly breathing different airs, eating different foods, doing different activities. So I remember that I got my period when I was 15. By the age of 16, I believe I was in the States as an exchange student. And I didn't get my period for like six months. At that point, I was still a virgin. So obviously now that I'm older, um, I have an IUD that I hate. I know that at some point very soon, I just want to get to know my body enough to be able to work through it and with it depending on where I'm at in my cycle. I am extremely in touch with my body and my emotions and one of the things that for example is making me think that I don't want to have an IUD anymore is the fact that my body is so incredibly good to me. Oh it makes me feel so emotional. <laughs> Why I want to cry all the time lately? Um, even when I haven't had much rest I am still able to deliver and do the things that I need to do. Even my fiance, he tells me, you're so impressive. For example, this past week, I was saying bye to my friends in Medellin and I was not really sleeping much. And he saw me trying to deliver and operate at 100% like I do every week. So there was a night that I didn't sleep. I only slept like 30 minutes. And even then I sat down and I got my stuff done. So... um. Another example is that a few weeks ago we were in Tulum and we did an ice bath and I was in the ice bath for 15 minutes and people were in shock, especially Luke. He's like, oh my God, I never realized that you have so much control over your body. And it's because it makes me feel safe. Me and him, we speak to each other. I promise you that it's like an amazing relationship and I love it and I honor it and I surrender to it and I see it and I admire it. But at the same time, I know that there is something that is keeping us from full-on get to know each other. And that is the fact that I'm putting hormones in my body through my IUD that are not natural. I've thought about surgeries and things that I can do to myself to like myself better, like my physical spectrum. But every time I think of, for example, putting stuff in my breasts to make him look some kind of way... I get freaked out at the same time. I like the look, for sure it's pretty, but 
I just don't want to have that in me because I know that my body would sense it and you know, would not like it. So I am really trying to listen here. I'm really trying to um, be there for it because I know that the second that I'm fully there and that I'm actually giving it the space to be and give it what it needs, we're going just to be even more bound and together. There's a lot of people that don't fucking know what's happening in their bodies they live in it but they don't realize how foggy their mind is they don't realize how fatigued they are they don't realize anything because they're putting shit that is not good for them and they don't even realize it it's just they get used to feeling shitty and i don't want to get used to feel shitty i want to feel good because i exist for this i exist to feel good just like you do too it is not normal to be tired all the time it is not normal to have a headache all the time it is not normal to um feel foggy and not think and not be sharp and not be creative there is a different thing that okay we need to talk about the difference between the menstrual cycle and the period because those are not the same thing the menstrual cycle is the entire hormonal fluctuation in the female reproductive system. And this is when the body is preparing for possible pregnancy. And this is what lasts 28 days. So our every month we have a new menstrual cycle, pretty much. The period in itself, it is only the bleeding part of the menstrual cycle. So the period is only a little part of the whole month, which would be around five days. When you have your period, your brain is going to change around a 25%. Its chemistry is going to move around and you're going to need different things. Your appetite is going to change. Your mood is going to change. Your needs are going to change. The way that you feel, how tired and energized you feel is going to change. Your desire to be social, your alone time, your cravings. When I am telling you, that you're literally the universe experiencing itself in human form is not for nothing. You're straight up mimicking the seasons of the universe and Mother Earth within, in your body. In this body, there's seasons. There's winter, there's summer, there's spring, and there's fall. Men have seasons too, but you guys work in a different timeline. Your seasons happen every 24 hours. Our seasons happen throughout 28 days. So your mood swings and your different um, changes and fluctuations happen throughout just one day. The winter would be considered your sleep. The spring is going to happen around 6 a.m. when your hormonal peak is at... When your hormonal... Blah. Spring is going to happen at around 6 a.m. when you wake up. Your hormonal potion is at its peak. In the afternoon, you tend to be laser focused and it's easier for you to get stuff done. So that is going to be your summer. It's a good time to be creative, pitch ideas. Also, maybe go get happy hour because you feel very sociable and talkative and excited. And in the evening, you're going to be entering fall, which is when you feel a little more chill. You want to maybe read a book, maybe relax, maybe do some activities that are going to make you feel mellow and get you ready for your winter, which is your sleep. That's it. 365 days for you. Wake up, rinse, repeat. So throughout the months, throughout the whole month for us, the levels of progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone is going to fluctuate. And here we see the first disconnect. 
we work from nine to five. So technically, the way that society is operating works better in the way that men work. Because there is a time to wake up, there is a time to work, there is a time to wind down, there is a time to fall asleep. Every single day goes like that. For us, our cycle is not within the structure that society is practicing currently. Women are 50% likely to experience burnout more than men. 75% of people who have autoimmune disease are women. And 85% of women are always experiencing hormonal imbalances, constantly. 85, that is probably you too. Migraines, acne, hormonal pain, fatigue, headaches, cramping, you freaking name it. And all of this, it's normalized and fixed with a little pill. Oh, do you wanna, you have a headache? Just take a little pill, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, it's okay, you'll be fine. No one realizes that this is keeping you from literally being the best version of who you are every single day. We became experts. We are literally experts at pushing through discomfort. Okay, period. Let's begin with the cis. Period would be equivalent to our winter. This lasts from seven, three to seven days, depending the person. My period lasts around four to five. And the archetype of a female for this um, season, winter season, would be the visionary or the wise woman. So your estrogen levels are going to fall and drop completely. It's going to be at its lowest. So here is a great time that you can take in order to reflect and look inwards and work your intuition because your intuition is pretty um, sensitive. This is the season of restoration. So during winter, it is important that you learn how to let go, how to rest, how to just look inwards, how to stop paying so much attention about external and focus on the internal. This is when you're going to turn the volume down of everyone and just turn the volume up in here. You're going to want to be alone mainly. And if you're going to want to be with someone is going to most likely be girlfriends and women that can really support you at your wholeness and at all the plethora of feelings and emotions that you're going to have during this period you need to eat the necessarily the necessary minerals to support your body during this season so you should eat a lot of iron and magnesium rich foods a lot of healthy fats too and maybe some good greens omega-3, some lentils, some tofu, some kale, some mushrooms, some beans. You need to be hydrated all the time. That's one thing that I don't do. I don't drink enough water. I don't know why. I know that I am water, that most of myself is water, but I just don't drink water. I like sparkling water for some reason, but that's one of the things that I'm going to force myself to do this new month drink more water because this is the season where you should be drinking extra water all the time you need to do activities that are more gentle in nature so forget about the heavy lifting at the gym you don't need to do that when you have your period you can do some light cardio you can stretch maybe some pilates maybe some soft yoga but don't force yourself to lift heavy weights after this we're going to receive the spring the archetype in the female form would be the maiden or the goddess. 
this period tends to last from 7 to 10 days. So your estrogen levels and your testosterone levels are going to start um, improving, are going to go back up. So this is called the follicular phase. So the superpower, the main thing in this specific season is going to be initiation and creation. You're going to feel a lot more enthusiasm and energy and you're going to feel a lot more social. You're going to want to plan and start new projects. You have a lot more inspiration and new ideas and you want to brainstorm and you want to create and you really want to take the time to dream. You should eat lots of fruits and vegetables, maybe some light grains as well. You should focus on fermented foods and sprouted foods. That's going to be amazing for you. I don't know if you like kimchi or sauerkraut or I can't think of anything else. You should definitely do some healthy fats, lots of vitamin C. And this is where the weights are going to come back. This is the best time to do high-intensity workouts. Do some hit cardio, do some heavy weights. You're going to have a lot more energy to sweat, to move, to dance. So whatever is asking you for endurance, do it. And I recommend too that you maybe do some of the things that you don't necessarily like doing and that are more sensitive to you. For example, going to the dentist. If it's uncomfortable and if it's painful for you to do that on throughout the year, try and do it specifically here in the follicular phase because you're going to more likely to be more prone to take on more pain on a better way. You're not going to feel particularly hungry, but you should still eat well. And this is when I recommend for people that are creating to do their content in batches. For example, if you know that you have certain amount of content that you have to shoot for a month try and put the most content that specific week because you're going to be able to pull through and push a lot more content out then we're going to have summer which is also known as the ovulation period is going to last from two to four days and the female archetype is going to be the mother or the healer the estrogen and the testosterone are going to be at the peak and this is going to make you feel some kind of way a lot sexier and daring and talkative and wanting to communicate and wanting to put yourself out there. You're also going to feel a lot more impulsive and fluid with life. You're going to want to do all the things and see all the people. Your libido is going to be really high. So this is when you and your men should, you know, take maybe um, some weekend getaway and do your thing because you're going to feel great the superpower of this specific season is going to be confidence this is going to match with your fertility window this is how much fucking wise we are our bodies are literally making you look prettier because they know that you're ready to reproduce baby so it's like the reproduce reproductor system is ready to procreate a baby therefore we need a man for that therefore the body is like okay time to be beautiful because we need a man let's go find a man let's go make babies that's cr that's crazy how amazing we are do you even need like more explanations of this you enjoy being noticed so if you have some modeling to do if you have some photos to do try and schedule them here because you are going to be absolutely glowing this is considered as the hot season so for feeding yourself and for nurturing yourself you should focus on cooling foods also high fiber foods 
Um, but yeah, keep it pretty fresh. So here you are an amazing communicator and you're a lot more confident expressing yourself. So it doesn't last too long, just from two to four days, but you should take advantage of those. Make some magic happen because this is when you're absolutely magnetic. Then we're going to find the fall or the luteal phase. This one is quite long. It lasts from 10 to 14 days. So this is a hard one to go through. Imagine, it's like pretty much half of the month. The female archetype here would be the wild women or the priestess. So your estrogen levels are going to start dropping again, which is going to cause some PMS symptoms. Your progesterone, on the other hand, is going to start going back up, which is going to cause you to be more emotional and sensitive. This is when you're going to want to cry for no reason and you don't understand why things are affecting you more. And when your boyfriend didn't do the one thing that he was supposed to do, it's just the end of the world. There is no sex drive, not much at least. Your libido is going to decrease. You're not going to want people to touch you you feel extra um icky you know you just want to be by yourself you want to have your space the superpower of this specific season is going to be focus is going to have to do with you centering yourself into planning into relaxing because you're getting ready for the period again so on a personal level this is the hardest one for me because you know i'm already thriving while i'm ovulating and then my energy drops again so i am just like what just happened you know i want to go back two days before and i want to feel like i was feeling so it's definitely like the hardest stage for me and it's also the longest your body is definitely going to ask you to slow down and just like i used to do i was always pushing against it i was never giving myself a break I am my biggest fan, but I'm my hardest critic as well because I remember back in the day, um, there was no excuse, no excuse for anything. And having no excuse, excuse for anything is not always a good thing. It sounds ambitious, fine, if you're a man, but if you're a woman, dude, you have to respect how you're feeling because you cannot deliver as you're delivering in the ovulate. When you're ovulating and when you're in this drop dropping of energy phase it's not the same thing when you're trying to push yourself you're going to be left with so many syndromes you're going to get headaches and uh, symptoms of pms migraines you're going to want to slow down socially here your metabolism is going to speed up so you're going to feel hungry complex carbs healthy greens sorry leafy greens and healthy fats that's what you should be eating this is not the time to fast so if you're like me and if you like fasting to feel more sharp avoid fasting in this phase of your menstrual period and when it comes to exercising and moving you should definitely focus on things that are that has to that have to do with resistance but that are also slow so winter winter is all about restoration it's all about recovery it's all about intuition it's all about listening to yourself it's all about releasing spring it's all about initiation and ideas and creation and planning summer is all about sexiness and focus and daring be feeling daring and adventurous and then fall 
is all about focus and organization and planning again, but on a more lower scale. So cycling is predictable. Every single one of us goes through something very similar. So you need to map it out. You need to literally take a month. The next month, the next period, the next time you bleed, do a journal and write exactly how you feel every day and try different things to see what works for you. I'm giving you a blueprint that works for most women, but you need to find your specific ideas and characteristics and point down the things that are make are going to make you feel good and that are going to support support your body because we're all different. So the things that might work for me might not work for you, but it's key that you take the time to find them out. If you're use if you start usually using cycling, you're going to be able to start showing up better in the world and for yourself and for your human form and for your body. Cyclical awareness should be introduced to every single woman out there, every single girl. I am not, it's not that I'm upset that I am only practicing now, but I am convinced that if we would have been told this at school, we would all be so much better humans. We need to aim for a more inclusive environment and an environment where we avoid burnout and we're potentializing the amazing parts of us because we're fluctuating and changing every month. You are literally four complete different human beings every month and you still do and follow the same routine for a month every day. That's why this is not working. As I told you before, my healer has told me many times that I am gifted. Um, but I am convinced that most of us are if we decide to listen to ourselves a lot more and do the things that we need to do in that certain moment so that we can potentialize and empower our gifts in that specific season of our month of our menstrual cycle we're going to realize that there is a lot more to us that we didn't even know before i think that we have not been able to really tap into our magic because we don't really have the space time or the right to really fully lean into our nature I was um, I was scrolling through my Instagram and I had saved a, a post that I want to read for you guys. It says, In ancient cultures, a woman's menstrual blood was considered sacred and it was venerated for its powers of healing and fertility. The blood at the earliest altars was menstrual blood, not the sacrificial blood of an animal or human. The blood from a girl's first menstruation was considered a potent healing elixir and was claimed to be able to heal incurable diseases such as leprosy. Clothes stained with the, the goddess menstrual blood were highly valued as healing charms. In the Thesmophoria, women's agricultural mysteries, the seed corn was mixed with menstrual blood to fertilize it before planting. It was thought that a menstruating woman could protect the crop by walking around the fields. The sexuality that takes place during the menstrual time was ritual was ritually used for ecstasy, healing, regeneration, and spiritual illumination. All this stuff, all the things that you're minimizing about yourself right now were absolutely magical one day. 
and you really want to pretend that there is nothing happening and that you can really operate the same way throughout the whole month, you're four different human beings throughout one month. And you have to face it so that you can be the most you you can possibly be. I am so excited to get this going. If you have a boyfriend or a partner or anyone, literally every single person should listen to this because this is so important. This is such a key point of our whole existence and we don't have enough education about it. So learn about cycling, learn about your body, learn about what to do for it and with it. And I am sure that your quality of life and your level of happiness is just going to be that much higher because you're going to see and find magic in every single season because every single one of it has its own charm and its own purpose. Thank you for listening to me. I hope you like this specific episode. I was really excited to tell you this because it's like, I don't want you to live one more day without this information. Um, that's pretty much it. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>